Last but certainly not least on Blueprint has gone off on a tangent. We have Nick Bargava, co-founder at Ground Floor. Thanks for having me. Nick, what does your company do? Okay, so Ground Floor is a wealth tech platform. We have two different types of customers. On one side, we have people who need capital. These are professional builders and developers. These are real estate sponsors. And they have a need for financing for their real estate projects. On the other side, our other customer is the retail investor. And what they're looking for is yield and income. So we sit in the middle and on our platform, we connect these two customers. So I'll give you an example. One of the main investment products we sell to retail investors is based uh, on fix and flip loans. So we, orig we uh, originate fix and flip loans, new construction loans, bridge financing loans, all on single family housing. We take those loans and we chop them up into thousands of small pieces and we sell those pieces to individual retail investors on our platforms. Okay, democratizing access to these investments or to these returns. That's exactly right. Fascinating. Yeah. On the uh, side of, of, of people who need capital, we work with, as I mentioned, professional builders and developers. These are individuals who are in the business of rehabbing or constructing new houses in the United States. We also work with sponsors who are maybe putting together real estate rental portfolios. Now, we don't do long-term rental finance, but we can do the acquisition piece of that, right? So transactional finance. There's a variety of different ways we can contribute to the capital stack for people who need capital. On the other side, on the investor side, it's for anyone from you know a high net worth individual that wants to select which investment opportunities they want to uh, invest in, all the way to mass market retail, where that investor just wants to put in a hundred bucks and be spread across a hundred different loans. So we have products that work for every type of investor customer. Fascinating. In the sneak peek with your co-founder Brian, he mentioned how you've been around for ten years and you did the legwork without skipping corners in order to get approved with the right regulators yeah. and to ha have the right you know, legal and financial infrastructure in place yeah. so you can be able to deliver. Uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is the, uh, a recent uh, you know, debacle of uh, Peer Street, which is uh, yeah. you know, uh, in, in your space, I'd say. Not the same, but in your space. So what were these things that you did early on that has set you up for success today? Yeah, so it's a real shame what's happened over there at uh, Pier Street and um, the difficulty that some of those investors are facing. So that kind of platform, and, and there are many of, of these platforms, they're private placement platforms, right? So basically, uh, those investments are typically for accredited investors, and the investment memorandums don't go through any type of regulatory scrutiny. Audited financials aren't required, and oftentimes they aren't used. So there's a lot of opacity when you purchase investments on a platform like that, because there aren't really any rules that they have to comply with or much enforcement mechanism uh, behind the few requirements they do have. Uh, we are an SEC-qualified investment product, so our offering circulars that accompany each different investment product we sell have gone through 
a uh, SEC review and comment process, it's difficult to create the type of investment products we've created for the retail investor and get it to pass regulatory scrutiny. Uh, it takes a lot of time yeah. and effort. And that's yeah. what Brian was getting at when we say we don't cut any corners because it did take us two years plus to get our product qualified and into the hands of retail investors. Talk about that, uh, you know, that time and that effort that it takes, especially early on. I mean, I'm just thinking about, you know, v venture capital firms who sometimes, you know, not, not impose, but encourage uh, companies and founders to have really aggressive growth goals. And in some cases, miscommunication or, you know, the priorities get mixed up and they start skipping corners and they uh, might expect regulation to catch yeah. up to them, but usually it's the other way around. It's the other way around. That's exactly right. I, I don't think you can't you can't shortcut this, right? Because what you're really doing is a disservice to the industry and the investment thesis that we should be opening up the types of real estate investment opportunities that were previously reserved for institutions or high net worth individuals. We should be opening that up to the mass market. And if you believe in that mission, taking shortcuts really jeopardizes that goal. Because uh, it shakes confidence in the types of investment opportunities that we're trying to bring to the mass market. You really have to do it with the long-term goals of stability in mind, which is why we've been at it for as long as we've been at it. Where do you plan to be in the next 12 to 24 months? Keep on growing, man. Um, you know, there's a lot of, that's been written about uh, the prospects of single-family housing in the United States when we're in a 7% uh, mortgage rate environment. But the thing most people need to remember is the U.S. is critically and perhaps chronically underhoused. There's very little single family inventory. So the products that we're financing and bringing to market, they're still getting sold. Like the demand is there. And we view ourselves as a facilitator of bringing product to market by providing financing that our uh, project sponsors, our builders and developers can't find anywhere else and at a return that our investor customers can't find anywhere else. I think uh, that's spot on. And I personally would not mind if you also were focusing on higher density type of housing, but mm -hmm. any more type of housing is needed in the US and, and also around the world. Yeah, so on that on that uh, topic, densification is a big part of, of what we do. We do a lot of infill development. Okay. So we finance a lot of, a lot of infill development and some of those are lot splits where someone's gonna come in and, and you know, you, you might have a 2,500 square foot home on a on a one third acre lot or something like that. They'll come okay. in, they'll put up four unit housing and stuff like that. Uh, Nick, what are some of the risks uh, you're facing right now or the industry is facing right now? I think there's some tension. Some builders are having between putting their house in the rental pool or putting it in and, to the end user, you right. know, as a, as, a, as, a, as a sale to a bona fide homeowner. I think a lot of that has to do with rates and it's created some froth in the market, right? You know, the challenge these guys then have is if they're like, well, maybe I'd rather put my home in the rental pool. They're not able to find uh, attractive long-term rental financing right. for that home. That's right. not a space that we play in. Uh, we're focused on the short-term financing really at the beginning of a project's life cycle, what I would call like the gestation period. But that's definitely a gap in the market that I don't think... I don't think the industry has met yet, which is that long-term rental financing solution. Fascinating. And uh, 
certainly lots of challenges like everywhere. But uh, I think uh, with a team like yours and with a solution like yours, uh, it will hopefully inspire all the players around us. Nick Barhava, co-founder of Ground Floor. Where can our listeners find Ground Floor and connect with you? Groundfloor.com. We have a mobile app on the App Store too. But uh, groundfloor.com will tell you everything you need to know. Thank you so much for coming today to Tangent at Blueprint in Vegas. Thanks for having me. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review Tangent and share the show with a friend. This episode is produced by me, Edward Cohen. Thanks for listening to Tangent. And remember, collaboration is our superpower. So stay curious and always be learning.